0: On balance, it's shaping up to be a rather unhappy week at Death Star headquarters in Australia. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously. Or you can just, you know... The full federal court in Australia has just raised its middle finger to hoax wagon and declared, kindly jam your appeal where the Pope does not wash. That'll be 125 million bucks in fines. Thanks very much. Just like we said way back in 2019, you lying mother lovers. I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but that was the gist of it. And look, even we help people buy Volkswagen's occasionally i like i do attempt to dissuade but if one really has one's heart set they are gorgeous kind of and they go great and they have some admitted gravitational pull but On the flip side, they are built by the world's leading criminal car maker, and I'm not editorializing when I say this. Volkswagen did plead guilty to three serious criminal felony-type charges in the USA in January of 2017, and it cost them 2.8 billion U.S. dollars in penalties. (laughs) As far as I can determine, therefore, they are the world's most criminal car maker, at least currently, and. You know, it is kind of like negotiating with the mob. If your Volkswagen goes number twos in its trousers unexpectedly one evening. It's a deleted scene from Scarface, typically, when this happens. And this happens a lot more than it should. A lot more than average. Like, 35% more than average, according to J.D. Power. At least they're consistent, I suppose. But... If you want to inflict a hoax upon yourself, I promised solemnly as your next prime, Mincer, that I will not titillate behind my hand in your general direction. I will not do that. It's a free country, dude. Knock yourself out. In today's hilarious twist, Volkswagen has lost its appeal against a record $125 million fine for lying to the Australian public in respect of its hyper-polluting diesel shitboxes. It emerged from court once again, with its junk hanging out and its reputational jumpsuit around its ankles. (laughs) See, in August of 2016, the ACCC emerged from hibernation briefly, like long enough to write a stern letter to Volkswagen, advising that it was preparing a red-hot enema in federal court vis-à-vis Dieselgate. In between then and 2019, Volkswagen and the ACCC groped around under the table, mutually. They felt the vegetables, you know, I don't know the granular detail of these kinds of exchanges, nor do I want to. And they jointly decided that 75 million bucks would be an appropriate penalty, given the breadth of deceptive shitheadery which Volkswagen had perpetrated upon the Australian public. And then a dude in a wig... Like, nothing wrong with that, of course, in the 17th century. A dude in a wig named Justice Lindsay Foster said, and again, I'm paraphrasing, bugger that, dudes. We're going to fine you assholes 125 million bucks instead. And I do like Justice Foster. Headdress, notwithstanding, of course. Wigdude6 actually described Volkswagen's and the ACCC's $75 million bilateral vegetable reach-around as, quote, manifestly inadequate, unquote, to compensate for its, quote, false representations, Finish quote. And this is kind of where I justify calling them liars, like Volkswagen. A lie is simply misrepresenting the truth or what the liar perceives the truth to be. So, if a federal justice declares Volkswagen to be an issuer of false representations on things that matter, of substance, in other words, in the consumer domain, then they pretty are, they pretty are, and they pretty much are, (laughs) liars henceforth. dude 6 actually said Volkswagen's conduct was, quote, an egregious breach of Australian consumer law of the worst kind imaginable. Yes. we've got to do something, I might as well do it right, I suppose. It was a record fine too, this fine. Roughly five times the previous gold medal for anti-consumer shitheadery, which is held by a shonky business called Empower Institute. million big ones there. And it's more than 12 times the previous automotive anti consumer gold medal, 10 million bucks, this time held by Ford for the infamous power shit dual clutch transmission. Noteworthy effort, that one. Volkswagen's basis for appealing the 125 million bucks was pretty much the standard toddler in the sandpit tantrum. Like, We agreed on 75, and then a nasty man in a scary wig made us pay 125. That's like, uh, well, it's uh, 50 more. Hardly seems fair. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. The actual words they used in the appeal were manifestly excessive. This is a company that makes... 9 million vehicles a year with revenue of 223 billion euros last year. 125 million bucks is not even chump change for those lying criminals. It doesn't even pay for the, uh, let's call them, uh, let's call them high class personal assistance. What gets me about these assholes, and I'm talking about the corporation exclusively here in this report, not the individuals within it, they're just obviously doing their jobs, however imperfectly. What gets me is that A, if Volkswagen were an individual, he or she would be a sociopath, like... I'm not a psychologist, obviously, but it seems to me manifestly narcissistic and completely devoid of empathy to be obsessed about your own fair treatment, when the thing that actually got you there into that domain of being a record holder on fines was an egregious breach of the worst kind imaginable. And now the consequences are all so unfair. That's a comedy skit that's just waiting to write itself. And B, do they ever do some internal calculus about the cost of losing? The reputational cost. Because every time they roll the dice like this in court and they lose, all of this reputation-trashing shit, which could be loosely described as the truth about Volkswagen, and which is generally kind of neutrally buoyant and floating just below the surface. It gets dredged back up in the public domain. It's like a massive red flag about which company not to buy a friggin' car from. Some people reading the news are inevitably thinking about buying some, I don't know, some overpriced shitbox Tiguan or something, and coverage of this nature is unlikely to nudge them across the bridge of transaction. Suggest A lot of people don't appreciate that Dieselgate was morally repugnant primarily because at its core it put profit first and those criminal actions released known toxins at unacceptable and illegal levels which will inevitably cause significant premature death in the markets to which the people are exposed right? And I think there's a substantial group of people out there, consumers, who don't understand Dieselgate and they think it was just some kind of regulatory breach and a fine and buying a Volkswagen is quite okay now. Like, and don't take my word for it on the premature death thing either. There is a great deal of corroboration on this, including an excellent report in Fortune.com by Noel Eckley-Sellen, who's an Associate Professor of Data Systems Society and Atmospheric Chemistry at MIT. Of course, Volkswagen spends several million dollars advertising every year, much of it with... Uh, much of it with the president of Australia and octogenarian Rupert Ninja Turtle hero in a half-shell turtle power. <laughs> a lot of it gets dumped on him. And, of course, <coughs> Costello's cockheads at uh, nine, which explains why the coverage there confines itself to the thinnest veneer of facts with no consumer-centric context, really. Thank God, therefore, for independent journalism and YouTube. Bottom line, another uplifting but inconsequential knee-in-the-nuts for Volkswagen, it has sort of made Australia less shit, plus a timely reminder that they are lying criminals as advised by the Federal Court in Australia and the US Department of Justice, and it's kind of hard to argue with that. If you're in the market for a new car, of course, I'd suggest that buying a Volkswagen today in Australia is a consumer intelligence test. If you end up with a Volkswagen parked in your driveway, you failed.